0: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Episode of the Three Man Weas Best Bets here on the Field of 68's YouTube channel. We are sponsored as always by Bet Rivers. I am Jim Root. I'm hosting today. Got my chat czar, Matthew Cox, making sure he remembers that that's his duty. And Kai McEwen <laughs> playing utility, giving us a yes. lot of a lot of hot takes today. Uh, fellas, before we get our hot takes on today's games, let's talk takeaways from yesterday. Kai, there was a lot of good hoop. What jumped out to sure you? Sure was Jim. Well, first
2: let's talk Mizzou Tigers really quick. Hey, fought hard, <laughs> tough effort for them. It was fun rooting for a good team uh mizzou was up for a while arkansas like they usually do they punch back in the second half no no qualms with the effort i saw jim they covered you know they hung in there i am high on my Tigers still second take illinois this team is lost wow and i wasn't ready to sound the alarm bells pre-northwestern game but matt when i saw them give up a 20 to 2 run and look completely out of sorts and just had no idea what they were doing on the floor that's when i said okay I'm officially concerned about the Illinois Illini, Matthew.
3: Uh, yeah, I am too. I kind of thought it was all smoke and mirrors and you know, nonsense hubbub that was being drummed up about that team, but it sounds like it's real, and when you go into Northwestern and lay that type of egg against a defense that I think is good, but not the, I don't know, the steel curtain Steeler defense, which it's been made out to be. I certainly have to agree with that. Uh, my Duke Blue Devils stink. Um, down to 23 in Kempon, 11-4. I know the <laughs> NC State thing is a house of whores it has been historically but i just a lot of uh multi-layered issues with that team uh coaching is at the forefront uh jim do you know if billy donovan's available i i I'm was like, g- like I, 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 you knew i had to bring it his <laughs> contract situation so. bring it up
1: <laughs> i was thinking about this last night i was like going through every pay Coach tree <laughs> Coach member like amaker fired at michigan dawkins fired at uh stanford wojo fired at marquette wojo
3: like, marquette
1: guys at high majors don't really wear a uh, capable fired at oklahoma i know he's okay and almost fired at Pitt. Mm. um it just There wasn't really a lot of indication that Shire would be great, especially not right away. And, yeah, we're, we're kind of seeing that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I dislike Illinois almost as much as they dislike each other. That that was one of my takeaways. Uh, seemed like there's no chemistry there. And my Horn Frogs, how about it, man? I'm not going to say my Final Four pick is smart yet, but it's way less dumb than it appeared for a while. So I'm excited about TCU. Big time come from behind victory at Baylor. in the Big 12, despite shooting 17% from three so far, if they ever actually – I mean, even if you just shoot competently, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. All right, let's get into the outline. we got to start with the headliner. I don't care what team you cheer for, what conference you're a fan of. The headliner Mm -hmm. today is UAB at Florida Atlantic, a big one in CUSA, two teams sitting at 1-0 and in the league. Uh, Excuse me, UAB is 2-0. and UAB laying – or excuse me. FAU laying two at home, Jim, how dare you? Uh, they've only been a favorite over UAB twice in the history of these two programs. That was back in 2020. Kai, should they be a favorite today? What do you think? What do you make of this one?
2: No, UAB, UAB should not be a favorite. I think FAU should be a favorite. It's correct. Um, however, I was surprised at the opener. It was five, four and a half, four at, at, at open. Um, and that was too high. The market moved it the right way, in my opinion. But man, is FAU good. Dusty May, Matt had some quotes, how he's confident his team's depth can stop UAB today. Yep. Uh, they're going to be hyper-focused on Jelly Walker. Hopefully Jelly can find ways to create for others because he's going to have to. FAU's going to be all over him. we need a big game from Eric Gaines. I say we oui because I took UAB at plus four. I can't recommend it at two right now because FAU is just rock solid. Among the best ATS teams in the country as well. It's a very scary team to fade. Big key for UAB on the other end. Trey Jamison has to, has to, has to have a good defensive game against Golden, who has been immense inside for FAU.
3: Yeah, I think FAU's got multiple stout uh, perimeter lockdown guys to put on uh, Jelly. I you know he had a couple big games last year against him, but this team's just way healthier. And the guards that have lifted this team, like why FAU's awesome this year is that their guards are finally healthy and they're all playing together well. And then the Vladdy Golden thing up front is just a revelation. So they just have such an inside-outside punch. But defensively, I watch like Brian Greenlee. He's my favorite player on this team. Like absolute bulldog, get after and pest for you. He's not like that big, but Jelly's not like a 6'4 long guard either. And I think you have to take away the head of the snake here to, to have a chance against UAB. And just how good or F- FAU's offense is, um, I don't think they're going to be overly bothered by UAB's pressure. Um, just a bunch of, i like to say, adults in that backcourt gym. Um, I think they get it done. This is something magical about this FAU thing. I should, I should buy back against M-2. I don't know why I haven't.
1: I'm starting to think about it. I I think they are slightly better than UAB and I give them a little bit of home here, Uh, Matt, you've mentioned it before in other places, they've got this week off to prepare was UAB have the UTSA game mixed in there. gives them a little bit less prep time. I just totally buy that FAU is like this rocket ship way outside of their program history. They've got the guards, like Matt mentioned, the two headed monster up front with golden and Rosado lineup versatility it's plenty of outside shooting i just yeah i think they can handle the pressure and as long as they have somebody glued to jelly walker at all times make his shots tough he can make anything but as long as he's shooting over the top and you kind of if you can like tease him into making him feel like he's got to put on a show he'll start to take some bad shots and candidly be you know try to back him off a little bit i like FAU man i, I i'm not betting it yet if it gets to one and a half i probably will uh, but I Hey, I, at least you beat the line.
2: I, I might take it also and just keep, take the uh, well, two action. Three point nice. middle. Why not? Yeah. There, Why not? There you go.
1: There, there. you go. It, it, we'll enjoy watching it more that way. That's for sure. Yes. That's, that's like part of my hesitance to not want to be on this, it's just like, just drink in a glorious CUSA game here. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, the stumbling Boilermakers. Purdue, seven straight ATS losses, head on the road to Ohio State, where they are a <clears throat> one and a half point underdog to the Buckeyes. Uh, Purdue, obviously, really, really struggling lately. Matt, do you think they write the ship at Ohio State?
3: Nope. Um, I'll be honest. I left this (laughs) off my best bet card because I thought the line was going to move, and it just hasn't. So I'm going to add it right now at the buzzer. I apologize to the producers and us for not sharing up front, but I'm adding Ohio State to my card today. Um, Minus two, minus one and a half. What's the current price of Bet Rivers? One and a half. One and a half. I'll take it. I just think this, this Purdue demise is real. I don't think they're like a fraud. It's just the fact that they're the number one team in the country uh, analytically, they, re- they kind of rose to that level as well. Right. It wasn't like a big discrepancy between the AP and the, the numbers. I mean, Purdue dominated to start the year coming off that Oregon um, MTE out there. Kai was in person. I just don't mm-hmm. trust these guards. Um, like yeah. I think they're solid, but I don't think they're super dynamic. And when you can find a really, uh, definite way to scheme against Edie. i think you can sort of look them look more mortal and ohio state's only my only issue with this ohio state team has been i don't necessarily trust their rookies um in certain tricky high leverage spots but at home big hype home spot they're gonna play awesome man i mean how good have they been sensible and uh who's the who's the point guard who's, who's been thornton? even better yeah thornton amazing i like the bucks here i think they get it done well yeah, yeah, the thing I,
2: is they're going sorry, against freshmen right like they're they're right, freshman. I like the
3: freshman at home better than yeah. the freshman on the road in the big ten. Do you, game. Did right. you say is this your best bet? I didn't. Yeah, I'm mad at it. I have two now. Sorry. Kind of I don't even know what your other way.
2: best bet is, to be honest, but uh we'll, we'll find, find out, out later. Can't we will find out together? Uh this feels like Ohio State's game. Uh they're looking to go to 3 0 in the Big Ten. Since has won freshman of the week like every single week so far for the Big Ten. I know there's not been That's too okay. many, but he's been incredible. The thing I like about Ohio State's freshman is They're men. They're huge. They're strong. They're really, really physical. That could cause issues for Smith, for Lawyer, for Morton, for Newman. Purdue's, we'll say, more lithe backcourt. uh, A backcourt I really like, but definitely not nearly as physical as Ohio State's. And yeah, Jim mentioned Purdue hasn't covered in seven games. That's the trend I'm not really trying to get in front of. Uh, Does Ohio State have the bodies to stop Edie? Not really. Zeg Key's pretty strong. It's going to take concerted effort. But I think backcourt edge at Ohio State, and especially being at home, uh, gives
1: them – A little bit of an edge in this game at minus one and a half. Cody just mentioned it in the chat. Edie foul trouble. He thinks incoming. I don't know if it's incoming or not, but that's important. Like if he does get in foul trouble, that is a good sign to probably get on Ohio state. I'm sure they're going to try to pound it into Zed key and, and, or maybe get Edie moving in space, defending drives. Like if he has to guard sense off a ball screen, like good luck. I think that's going to be a real, real problem for him. I think Holtman will bring a good game plan for Edie. That's been, I think, huge our team's sort of slowing him down recently. His last game was his first non-Ken Palm game MVP. Uh, Rutgers was able to negate him a little bit. I'll say that much. Uh, and Holtman is 4-3-1 and one against the spread against Painter. That's not like a huge edge or anything. I'm just glad it's not like heavily tilted towards Painter. That's the only part that matters to me there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I side with Matt here. I, I lean towards the Big Ten home team. Purdue's guards, only other road Big Ten game. They needed overtime at Nebraska. And Ohio State's better than Nebraska. We'll stay in the Big Ten. And, Matt, we're going to stick with you, your alma mater, the IU Hoosiers, who are stumbling, but they are taking on an Iowa team that has face-planted. So uh, they're in worse shape than you. Patrick McCaffrey has stepped away from the team. Chris Murray uh, is back, but maybe not fully himself. But Iowa is laying one and a half at home, similar to the Ohio State line here. Are you leaning towards the home team again?
3: Yeah, I am. I I mean, I think the Iowa issues have been more widely publicized, but Indiana's got some of their own as well. Kyle, you broke down the um, the recent poor form of a lot. Of, oh, sorry, Jimmy, you broke this out on our podcast. The poor form of Iowa, Indiana, um, Purdue to a lesser extent. I just
1: Illinois was. Illinois Maryland is obviously the biggest the Maryland too, other than Rutgers.
3: <laughs> obviously, when you stay in conference, you have a you have two of these kind of bad form teams pinned against each other. So if you're looking for a get right game from one of the two, I tend to side with the home team, especially a team that's been, I think really, really undervalued just because of how poor they played lately. Um, it's like, you're trying to catch two falling knives. I'd rather catch the falling knife with the team at home. guy. Okay?
2: <laughs> yeah. Both teams come in with roster issues, right? Xavier Johnson out for Indiana, Pat McCaffrey, leave of absence for Iowa. I, the angle here, the spot is Iowa, right? They're, they're desperate for a win. They're 0 three in the big 10. Indiana is clearly the better team right now. Uh, Iowa's at home. Chris Murray needs a big game for them to win this game, in my opinion. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Points galore here on both sides. I think both teams can score. Even without Pat McCaffrey, Savior Johnson in the lineup, I think both teams want to run, uh, um, score a lot of points here. Cameron Bracha, Handel, Thompson, and Jackson Davis. I don't really think so, and that's why I think Indiana's going to have a pretty easy path to points. But again, the spot's Iowa, despite Indiana being the more talented team and in better shape right now. Um, that has
1: me staying away here, Jim. Yeah, last three games, Iowa from deep, 7 for 25, 7 for 28, 7 for 33. Like They just haven't made shots, yeah. and maybe this isn't the elite shooting teams of Iowa past. There's not Jordan Bohannon hitting 40% at high volume. Uh, Peyton Sanford has not delivered on his potential, but I think they're going to start to make shots at some point. They're too good not to, uh, especially Murray himself. I would lean towards Iowa, but I looked at this game initially, and I was like, I, Indiana can't keep stumbling, right? I, I know the performances against Elon and Kennesaw weren't that sharp. If if Trace Jackson Davis is healthy, you should have a field day. Uh, this one really pulled me in two different directions, so I, I decided that's when you should stay away, Jim. That's how it works when there's 79 yeah. games on the card. Yeah, how about that? All right, Kai, one more Big Ten game before we hit chat mob, and it is the one that is trending up. That would be Rutgers. Man, they're playing well lately. Uh, now they are laying five at home to Maryland, who's playing terribly uh, surprising to see money come in here on Maryland, maybe at the rack. Do you agree with it? Or are you going to punch back?
2: Yeah, I think the spread was a tad high on the open. It's like five and a half, six. So I, I get the market coming in. Uh, I did not do that. I, I'm not going to fade Rutgers here. They've been fantastic. Should be three and zero in conference with that Ohio state buzzer beater. That's right. uh, and they're back at the rack, Matt. They're eight and two against the spread at home this year, a 10 point cover margin at home. Not a fun team to fade. Seton hall did get them out right at home in a very, very ugly game. But Maryland's been a bit out of sorts recently. They got smoked by UCLA, smoked by Michigan. They did compete with Wisconsin, Tennessee, not too long ago. I do think this team's going to be okay, and I'm a believer long-term. Uh, but right now, the clearly better team, much, much better team is Rutgers. I think they have a lot of uh, an advantage inside with Amori. However, Maryland does have a lot of size throughout their roster to kind of combat Rutgers' long backcourt, usually something Rutgers has an advantage of um, uh, over other teams. So I can't fade Rutgers here. And I can't justify laying five, so I'm
3: staying away. Yeah, I wanted to back Maryland a little bit, but not enough to rush in and 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 take the points. Glad the early money pushed it to four and a half at one point. Now there's been some buyback on Rutgers. It's up to what, well, yeah, five and a half basically now. So. Unless it hits like six, seven, I'm of no interest in this game. I know Rutgers is on a tear, just not a great spot for them to lay points. I know they have said they've been like a pretty good favorite this year, but it's been more as a large favorite against teams, multiple weight classes below them where I think their defensive pressure just simply overwhelms mid majors. That won't happen against Maryland. I mean, I know they had a terrible outing last game, but I don't think they're going to be completely stymied by, by Rutgers is by Rutgers defensive um, pressure there. So nothing for me, Jim should be a low scoring game. one thirty total.
1: Yeah, which is four points higher than the uh, Kenton projection, actually. And I, I saw Ray just said, Jim has to like the under here. I actually kind of like the over. Um, some mm. of the shot regression stuff I look at is tilting <clears throat> towards the over. Rutgers plays a little bit faster than you think. I, I just am worried about efficiency. Uh, like Maryland could really struggle to score against all that length and physicality. If they blanket Jameer Young, Matt, I don't know who else creates for Charlotte. That's, that's a real issue. Excuse me, not for Charlotte. He doesn't play for them anymore. For Maryland. Um, so yeah, I lean towards the over actually, but I know that's kind of against the grain and scary to bet Rutgers overs, not fun at all. Now, let's get into chat mob part one here, Matthias. Hopefully, you're keeping up with all these questions that are rolling in here. What do you got for us?
3: Uh, let's start off with a few of the best bets. I want our reactions to chat mob locks of the day. Seems like the consensus pick is Queens. Do we have a take on this one, gentlemen? A little extra showdown, Jim. I'll go to you.
1: Yeah, I kind of buy what they're saying. Queens can out athlete Bellerman, and I think when they'll no back Wheeland. Bellarmine's just can kind of been a different team. Yep. Uh, they don't also have Dylan Penn, the guy that breaks down off the dribble when they're like continuous motion offense, doesn't create something Queens. Uh, they're just a little bit better for me right now.
3: I agree. Yeah. The fact that Bellarmine just like limped by North Alabama and in a juicy spot was sort of like, ah, maybe this team's not, not what I thought. And you're, I think the bash thing is real. Uh, a couple other locks. Kyrie Ray has said he's never placed to bet faster than locking in the points with Southern miss. Uh, it's now up to three, so actually some money's come against them. The Raging Cajuns Mm -hmm. are laying it. What do you think?
2: Uh, Yeah, I've been on Southern Miss mostly every single game this season. I didn't take them today. Uh, I I do think Louisiana's pretty good. Kobe Julian's back for them. Um, They still could be top three team in the Sun Belt here. I won't say the best because Marshall and James Madison seem to be running away with it. Um, But yeah, anytime you're not going to see Southern Miss the
1: dog very often the rest of the year. So if you like them, you believe in them, not a bad pick. Plus three. Quick, quick cue for both of you. If Neftali Alvarez is back today, does that help or hurt in his first game? Yeah, he's been like day to day and almost I know. back. I don't. We know. saw they Mercer really play without fine him.
3: without him. We saw Mercer play terrible without him. And that's a tough one to appraise. I got no take yeah. there. But good, good to good to note. Obviously, thank he, you, Jim. Might, all the right. rosters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a couple other overlaps on Pacific, Jimbo. They're on the road uh, at San Diego. Some money coming coming in on the Tigers from seven to six. Thoughts.
1: Yeah, San Diego Lane Six. I this is there's roster questions here. I don't know if Delair or Eric Williams are going to be back for San Diego. I think they matter quite a bit. Uh if either or both are out, I agree with that money. I think seven would have been too high if they don't have either of those guys. San Diego's been super erratic. They can get blown out, they can lose as a favorite, or they can win at San Francisco down two starters so it's it's been hard to figure them out.
3: Hi, Cincinnati, Wichita State, just some general discussion. Question people seeking our intel. What do you think on this one?
2: I don't have a huge take here. Uh, Porter's back for Wichita. Since he still has their same guys out of the lineup, they've been much better team, in my opinion. I don't even that, think that's opinion. That's pretty much fact. Um, at minus two, though, I, I respect Wichita's home court a lot, the roundhouse. I think they can beat anybody there. So I just stayed away. I think the line's pretty fair.
3: Yeah, it's been bet up to since he minus two, probably uh, based on some of that Wichita injury uh, news. Um, Jim, yeah. Renzo Bros, Louisiana Tech Rice. I wrote down Rice hardest gutly in the day. I just couldn't get there on the price. I I still respect Louisiana Tech and what they've done this year. They have not been as bad as I think people realize. Um, obviously good. in a post-Kentwellton era, yeah, i have been solid. So yeah. I didn't take it, but I think Rice is the right take here.
1: Yeah, Louisiana Tech just got inside the number of Charlotte. I you know me and several others are bitter about that. <clears clears> They're <throat> dying a painful death on the last one. Kai, you had a good Rice stat on this. I kind of want you to you to share it. I do. Yeah, you said the, what it was like the the Bartorva current form stuff here? Oh no. Uh, I don't, I don't think I have it. I may have it. Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he said Rice, like uh, using recent data. Is like oh, 19, I, think, 19, I think if you looked like, at 22
3: better. and a half, Jim, 22 yeah. and a half. If, if you look you at lose.
1: since December
2: 1st, I think he's got him like a 20 point favorite. Yeah. Um, there's cash galore in trended that. trended yeah. way up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Their performance yeah. at
1: Texas looks great, but that was right. right after Beard got arrested. So who knows? Yeah. Add Rice right. to
3: the shit list. Lost like what my first four bets against them. They played negative defense and now they really look terrific. So yeah. They did you. a 180
1: trying to set you there
3: i forgot
2: jim i think about so many things during the <laughs> yeah. day that i tend to lose I a, few know. Out of my a lot year. of games a lot Matt going gets on it. Matt gets yeah it.
3: I, I get it i'm mm-hmm. not a good multitasker ha 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 hey i'm kind of killing this all right now kai going to you milwaukee cleveland state multiple questions about a horizon <laughs> showdown the panthers yeah. overachiever and non-conference took one on the chin against oakland uh to kick off their conference debut i think this number is a little too high against the cleveland state team i don't feel like it plays well as a favorite your thoughts?
2: Well, you could say both teams overachieved in the non-con. I think Cleveland State's a lot better than everyone thought they, were, they would be as well. Yeah, five and a half. Uh, Milwaukee took money. I think it was over six at one point. Uh, I do lean towards the Panthers here, but I did not play it.
3: Jim, Maddie Akers, Montana at Northern Arizona. I have a total take, and I never have total takes on this one. I like the
1: under. Oh man, you gotta you gotta start reading our group chat sometime—the one where we talk about this actual show. Because the under one of my this? best bets. Yeah, is it one really? Best okay, Montana, <laughs> <Arizona>. <laughs> Look how mad Kai uh, is. Kai so mad right now. Uh, just disappointed. Yeah. Just disappointed. Don't be. Just Adjust Just not expectations. expectations. Adjust not, expectations. Not, nothing more like spot on than that saying. Right after he said he's killing the group chat is to to nuke a best bet here. Oh, see, this the... is not
3: a demotion. I, this is still like kind of on par for me. So hey, I don't take. I will any will say this uh, Jim...
2: for this. Bet Rivers basically has the best line on this right now. Out of all the legal shouts to our out fine there. sponsor, baby. I mean, so get it in there right now, Jim. One thirty-eight point five at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers always got the best line. Always the best it. lines. Always, always. No always matter sure. which side you're on.
1: All right, back to you, Matt.
3: <laughs> uh, I got a two for, for you Um, from a Boston sports fan. I don't co-sign that. I hate all Boston sports, so mm-hmm. uh, can't. Yeah. I don't know if I even took these guys' questions, but anyway, Morehead State minus two versus Southern Indiana, a team that has some stark home road splits. And then Pepperdine-Santa Clara. Start with the uh, siu Morehead breakdown.
2: Yeah, in fact, we're going to put Pepperdine-Santa Clara to later in the show. Hint, hint, Matthew. And Moorhead State is minus two. I like Moorhead State here. Southern Indiana is very good at home. Like one of the best teams in the country at home, ATS-wise. They're not on the road. They're one mm-hmm. of the worst road teams, ATS-wise. So I like Moorhead State here. That's not a great angle to go on solely. I do think Moorhead can
3: compete, though, here at minus two. Uh, Jim, Danny. The San Fran and Gonzaga line, he believes, seems a little bit uh, low. I kind of So, the you want to go back to the
1: outline, is what you're saying?
3: That's yeah, let's, let's That's say it's the fix. outline. on the outline. We'll holster that. It's literally that. the next
1: uh, one on the outline. This is good.
3: <laughs> Keep on. Uh, next yeah. game, Kai Focus here. Quit celebrating. Dan K asking about Houston <laughs> against SMU. Yes. Is it too many points? Yeah, 20 uh, is a lot. It's been bet, been bet down, though. 20 sure is a lot. Guess what?
2: My number still kind of likes Houston at minus 20. Uh, I did not take it because I think it's ridiculous. and I'm done playing huge spreads and conference play for favorites. There's too much variance. Um, I've seen some first half love for Houston. Sure. Always. Why not? Always lean first half. Still Houston. pretty big in the
1: first half. And SMU's been playing a lot better. So I, I stayed away. No yeah. thanks. S- SMU on the island was like, oh, maybe the, the parts are coming together. So yeah. would, I'm sitting out. Uh,
3: and they can play low games. I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, Maddie B with four questions. Let's get all four quickly and get back to the outline here. We'll start with James Madison laying a dozen and a hook. To Texas State at home feels high, but we've seen James Madison run out teams in a hurry. I think they do against what you call Jim, the MASH unit that is the Bobcats right now.
1: Yeah, Texas State was missing like four rotation guys last time. Some new guys, some guys that had been out a while, and it's been that like all season. So it, I, I don't trust a team with questionable depth and health against James Madison.
3: Hi, Sam Houston hosting Grand Canyon Wax Ooh. Showdown. Another one where I'm looking to punch back against the market. On the yep. shorter home favorite, Sam Houston, open minus five and a half, now down to minus three. Big Lopes money.
2: Yeah, and I, I get it because that spread seems high, but Grand Canyon is a different team on the road. And man, I'm done fading Sam Houston. This team is really, <laughs> really good. I watched them against Mexico State; they just guard, they play extremely yeah, it hard. They're outstanding, and, and they're really well coached too. So yeah, minus three, I'm starting to lean their way on the number.
3: They're a better, more disciplined, less injured Tarleton. To not to oversimplify who they are, but like that's I what I watch. That's what they look like. Um, much more
2: discipline. Emphasis much on more discipline. discipline.
3: Yes. Right. Um, yes. and unlike Charles, not like a million injuries. a uh, Jim, his third question, Utah Tech at Cal Bap. Big money coming in on the Lancers. Um, I wanted to take this as the best bet, but price is just too high right now.
1: Yeah, I the market really loves Cal Baptist, four up to six and a half. I have kind of been low on them all season. I just don't think they're all that good outside of Taron Armstrong's creative abilities, and he's not really a scorer. Uh, the paint hasn't been as secure without Dan Akin, who transferred to Utah state. I would probably lean towards the dog at this point, given where it's gotten to uh, line wise. Okay, i good. Last out for Utah tech. Well, you're curious rather. Is that
3: confirmed? I still bet it assuming yeah. he would be, but okay. It's going to be out. He's out for a while, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 He's a big out. important point card. Uh, last black question. Kai UT Arlington is hosting Utah Valley who has been, I don't know. Awesome. Times 10 the last four weeks, beating Oregon at Oregon, they beat BYU at BYU. I think it's a tough road spot, but maybe I shouldn't be thinking that given how good they've been on the road already this year. Uh, yeah, I took Arlington
2: small. Uh, didn't love it. I took him at six and a half. It's still six and a half. I wanted seven, but it's too many points. And Arlington is a really good team at mucking games up. There's a chance they can just make this ugly and kind of scrap inside the number. I don't expect them to
3: win. I took the Mavs. That's all I got. I'll holster the extras for a rapid fire at the end. Uh, back to the outline which I'm Beautiful. not paying attention well,
1: to. Matt, you were so amped up to talk Gonzaga-San Francisco. I'm going to kick it that to was. you first here. This line's kind of danced around. Uh, last night I saw it tick up to 11 from 10.5, then, then it hit 9 earlier today, mostly 9.5 across the board now. What do you make of this, Matthew? Gonzaga has been... Uh, they have not lost at San Francisco in quite a long time. Uh, War Memorial has not really been that house of horrors you expect, but San Francisco has been erratic enough where you could get this home run performance that they compete. So what do you think?
3: Yeah, I. but I'm just really bothered by the San Diego game. Like after the Santa Clara loss where they sort of folded late, that was a perfect ripe home spot to get right, get back to one-on-one in conference against a depleted Toreros team, the fighting Steve Lavins, got beat by 12 at home. So I've lost all confidence in this Don's team. Um <laughs> This is a more vulnerable Gonzaga team than we've seen in years past. You could see them keeping it closer, Kai, up on the hilltop at War Memorial, but I have no appetite to take
2: uh, I think the Zags are going <laughs> to roll through the West Coast Conference besides the St. Mary's teams. They they pounded Pepperdine, uh, and and they've been really good uh, as of late. I, I think they're going to roll the Don tonight. I'm surprised, one, the Dons took money. I'm surprised, two, that the under took money. I'm not taking Gonzaga under in, in WCC play. You can't make me do it. They want to run, 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 and score as many points as possible. If the Dons don't grind this to a halt, though, that's that's got to be their goal. They will get destroyed. I don't think anybody can guard Drew Timmy. No one can guard Anton Watson. San Francisco has no true competent bigs. The Zags are going to get what they want on offense. On the other side, Jim, it comes down to three-point shooting. The Dons are fourth nationally in three-point attempt rate. They're tenth in percentage of points scored from behind the arc. It's basically feast or famine for them. If they're cold at all, it's a blowout. So
1: I lean towards the Zags here. Yep. Totally agree. Nobody can guard Timmy. I think that's a major, major point here. I also think Gonzaga is kind of the opposite of Purdue and UConn right now, where they didn't dominate their non conference gauntlet. And that's almost dragged down their value in a lot of analytics stuff. Like they're outside the top 10 at Ken Palm. And if they're going to be priced like that against WCC teams, I think you're going to get some value on the number. (laughs) I lean their way just laying single digits at San Francisco. And it's not like this home run San Francisco squad that we saw under Golden last year or even. Uh, I think three years ago when they had big Jimbo Wool yeah. roaming the roaming the interior. So yeah, I I think Gonzaga trends way up in league play. I'm with you. All right, next up, we head to the mountains. We've got a three-pack in the Pac 12 to close out the outline. First up, the Buffaloes, Matthew and Boulder, Colorado laying two and a half. Number hasn't moved that much here. Uh obviously a tough road trip going to the mountains in the Pac 12, but we tend to think the back end of it. The second game is, is where you really want to pounce. Is that how you're approaching this one?
3: This is just the hardest stay away for me. Like it's a vintage Pac-12 showdown where it's already a crapshoot league and it's two of the more Jekyll and High teams within an already crapshoot league. And you put in the altitude factor. Um, I, I don't know. Kai, do you have a take on this? I just don't. Stay I do. away.
2: Yeah. Well, Jim's right. The the dreaded mountain road trip, it's usually the second leg that we see more value. Oregon, this exact same spot last year. They won by 15 at Colorado. There was no... There was no effectiveness uh, for for the out from the altitude in game one. Game open three three and a half, and frankly, I, I was pretty shocked at that number. I, I'm not really sure Colorado should be favored right now. Just lost to Cal. I, it's a great bounce back b- bounce back <laughs> spot for them for sure. Yeah, I can't talk today. A bounce back spot. No, I'm sure, laughing at sure. losing to Cal. That's oh, a lost about. to Cal. Yeah, well, that's even worse than my uh, yeah. my speech impediment. Uh, but the size I think is gonna be a real issue for for Lovering, Colorado Center, and for De Silva. Ducks have, a, have been a lot better with their deeper guard rotation. So I, I like them here, plus two and a half. I took them at three, smaller bet at two and a half, too.
1: Yeah, I think if yeah, if you're not giving way too much for home because it isn't the second half of altitude, then I think that's probably the right play. Uh, being healthier in the backcourt, it's not like Colorado is going to hyper-pressure the guards that they do have. I'm not too concerned about that. But both of those have been maybe not full-on whack-a-mole, but also kind of a great performance or horrific performance i.e. losing to cal you just don't really know what you're going to get do you get the home deon sanders prime game where they blow out colorado state or do you <laughs> yeah. get uh something shakier where it's not as big for them tonight we'll find out all right we'll go to a rivalry game now in the la area the city of angels kai ucla was laying 14 on openers uh it's been bet down to 11 probably in large part due to Amari Bailey continuing to be out. UCLA wasn't as sharp without him. The offense lacks that one extra ceiling option. Like he he has the talent to really infuse them with some extra burst. Mm -hmm. Does that give USC the edge as a dog in a game with very little travel?
2: Yeah. 13 was pretty darn big at the opener, but I'll admit I even passed it. It passed on it at 13 UCLA scary. And and USC is a team I severely dislike points for USC. Yes. The travel is minimal, Besides the traffic, Matt, <laughs> that kind of L.A. Right. Traffic. Am I they'll, right? They'll helicopter over there. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, Bailey, that definitely hurts for UCLA as well. Um, the churches have actually won five of the last seven matchups, too, in this in this series, which surprised me. Now, UCLA's taken two of the last three. Clearly, the tables are turning a bit there. There's no answer for Haquez I think Campbell's the best guard on the floor. Clark's been great. Bana has been really good for UCLA inside. And though USC is very big, I think the biggest team in the country or second biggest. There's no real like scary front court player this year for USC that's going to dominate the paint. So at 11, I'm not really interested in either side here. Um, I, I'm just going to stand on the fence here, Matt.
3: I still have my top pin at 11, actually, guys. 14 was where I wanted obviously, but 11 is just too... It's too like... I'm just so mad that I missed three points of value, so I didn't actually take it. I do think this game's somewhat competitive, as good as UCLA has been. Um, I think UCL, USC has enough talent. And they're locked in enough for this crosstown quasi-rivalry game. Um, I think this is a little bit more competitive than uh, than the opener indicates. But 11 is no bargain at the current number. And, Jim, I think the under is also a good total lean, because that's been bet down two points to 138 as well.
1: Yeah, I buy that. Um, somebody in the, in the chat said Raz likes the under. There you go. There's uh, some there people who go. they're usually tals. typically they're know what they're doing um, are on the under. So whether you think there's value there or not, that's up to you. I'm I'm with you, Matt. I think there might still be a shred of value on, UC, or on USC at 11. I took it at some 12 and a half, some um some 13. Uh, walking dog in the chat 14. Salute to you. Well done. That's a yeah. That's a sharp number getting right there. I just think it's going to be competitive. USC, a, a team I like a lot more as an underdog, kind of hyper motivated. Let's get up to play our rival when they're a favorite and they can kind of lollygag through stuff. I don't I don't like them nearly as much. So, yeah, that would would be the side under, obviously, like we said, been bet down. Perhaps there's still some value. Last one on the outline, the curtain of distraction, Tempe, Arizona State, hosting Matthews, Wazoo, Cougars. But I'm going to Kai first here. We'll let Matt bring the hammer on this one. It's been been bet down a little bit. Arizona State uh, minus four, what we're looking at right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crazily, insanely, again, I kind of like an ugly over here. I think both teams are due for a little bit more shot making, but man, Arizona state overs are brutal at times because the defense can really lock down. Uh, What do you think? Kai?
2: Yeah, I agree with the market move here. I'm a little ashamed. I didn't hop in at five. I I thought about it more as a gut play uh, because Wazoo can be good. I I still think they have pieces. I I know they have coaching and they've also had a lot of bad luck this year that I think will turn around eventually TBD on win. Um, But Arizona state, man, I also think they're pretty good. I watched that Arizona game. They should have covered. They they were impressive defensively. They were everywhere. This team is athletic as as balls, frankly. They're really, really, nice. really athletic. They're they're one of the most athletic teams I've seen. When they turned up the pressure against Arizona in the second half, it was pretty scary. And that's bad against a Washington State team that doesn't handle the ball very well. Also, Arizona State in that Arizona game was three for 27 from three. To Jim's point, that has to turn around at least a little bit at some point. Um, so nothing at four for me. Again, kind of lean Washington, Washington State at five. I kind of like what I saw with Arizona State,
3: though. I would lean toward uh, my Cougars, but not at the current price. Again, another spot where I just missed the number. Do um, you think Washington State maybe turned around a little bit after last week? And I think some encouraging moments there. You got Mullins off the bench making shots. You got off in the starting lineup. They're now running a seven-man seven eh, seven rotation, which is more depth than they had earlier, which is crazy given I thought this team would be really deep to start the year. I think Washington State's kind of a buy low, but I don't. This, this number doesn't reflect it at the current price, so I stayed away.
1: Yeah, we, we got to remember that Washington State got really impacted by the preseason injuries. Uh, Deshaun Jackson out for the season with the heart issue, um, and then I can't remember the freshman's name. Miles Rice, I think, that had cancer. Rice, that's right. Yeah. Rice. Yep, that's <laughs> like Two key scholarship guys just gone that were definitely going to play. So they've been trying to, I think, scramble and figure out what the right rotation is after that. Um, with these guys uh, maybe would have dabbled it at five four scares me too much it, it, i don't think it's worth the uh the investment at that price and again why do i like the over here we'll find out if i look like an idiot uh, hey i bet the drake southern illinois over yesterday and lost by 30 points so it happens uh, hey uh to the to the
2: chat's point this is about when bobby hurley starts declining every single year so good point arizona
1: state could just be on its roller coaster down right now yeah we we freaking thought Northwestern would be, but not, That's not Illinois, against Baltimore. Illinois. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we'll put that in Illinois. That's fair. Um, all right, Matt, let's get back to you for Chat Mob Part 2. I know there's plenty to discuss.
3: Let's go quick here. Scotty H. Ask about Coastal at App State. I'm sorry, Scott, for missing your questions. I miss a lot of your guys' questions. I'm also putting Pat's questions in timeout right now. Uh, but Scott, asked about Coastal at App State. Appetizer State. Thoughts on this one, Mr. McKean uh no thoughts i guess
2: i lean towards coastal at five and a half i don't think these teams are too far apart but i got nothing i
1: bet the under G- small
3: jim a few people asked me about tennessee state against SIUE, SIUE, edwardsville some money coming in on tennessee state opened at eight now it's six and a half uh, road dog
1: yeah they've got talent that's kind of what we say about tennessee state every year we're like man this team should compete at the top of the ovc and they don't always and siue has been nothing short of really really impressive this year yep. Uh, did not bet aside again, bet the under small there. So if that would be my one play.
3: Hi, Timmy Kafer. UC Irvine, UC Davis. No hard take for me here. UC Davis home, uh, one and a half point dog against two and the and a half. eaters down to one and a half now. I'm seeing two, two and a half. half. Oh, yeah. there is. Okay. Most of the shops, it's a good price. And if you like the, uh,
2: Unless Mustangs, unless my screen's delayed, I'll tell you what, though, Matt. You know, the Mine Davis is, Irvine
3: yeah. area, I'm pretty
2: sure that's pretty close to each other. Am I wrong? Now,
3: Davis is NorCal, is that Sacramento, is actually. Yeah, Davis you're right. is that's
2: Sacramento. More Sacramento. Well, never mind. We'll get you there. We'll Aileen do a Irvine, Irvine. For, for absolutely no I reason, Eileen Irvine. Yeah, I'm I eating ants I Davis. Today. I'm eating, yeah, eating I like ants. Irvine. Yeah, there
3: you go. Consensus fun. Uh, ta ta with two questions, Jimmy. So in Utah, Tarleton talked about how feisty the Texans are at home up and man the Thunderbirds have been a red hot
1: yeah I don't trust Tarleton until you know if uh, Smith and Freddie Hicks are back like that's their two best offensive players by far Hicks has like a top 30 in the country usage when he's not out there I, I don't I don't like it if both those guys are out I think the under has a lot of value because Tarleton will purposely make it even muckier and slower and I think that helps uh
3: Kai's other question is Charlotte. The secret lies with Charlotte heading down to South Beach to take on FIU uh, plus four and a half. That's a deep cut reference. Jim got that.
2: Uh, I loved
1: it. I absolutely loved it. Hi Panthers Treasure.
3: plus four and a
2: half. National Treasure. Thank you. Great movie by the way. Matt's seen like ten movies, and it's always amazing <laughs> when he pulls a quote because it's like, wow, that's one of the ten movies you've seen. Okay, good to know. Eileen uh, Char- Charlotte. This this line came down. Um, it was yeah, it FIU felt a one. little high at the opener. I'll be honest, but. I use a team I just don't like this year. <laughs> I've given faith to them the last couple of years. They just haven't delivered since Jeremy Ballard's impressive first one or two seasons there. And Charlotte's been incredible. Just an incredible team this year.
3: Jim, Ryan A. asked about Eastern Illinois, a.k.a. the Iowa Killers, uh, heading on the road to Tennessee Tech. They're catching four in a short dog spot. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. I still think that Iowa aberrational performance is lending value against EIU right now. So uh, I think there's been a little bit money to come in on tech, Tennessee tech. I agree with it. I think that's the right direction for it to move. I also think under Eastern Illinois games scored 98 points against the big 10 team. It, I, I think there's many games of regression to come after that. Yeah, that's true. Although they are playing a little bit faster, aren't they?
3: Marty Simmons starting to open up the, the offense a little bit
1: higher than it's been. Yeah,
3: Marty ball. Maybe it's dead. Uh, Kai, Ethan asking, is 18 and a half too many for Green Bay in a conference game? Well, Green Bay is not any good. They're playing Fort Wayne, who's been very good. Uh, any take?
2: Man, market thought, so it's down to 17 and a half. I did take a little bit at 18 because it is, it is a lot. Green Bay, uh, they are terrible, but they have a lot of instances this year of keeping games within like 15, 14 points. They play yeah, Wisconsin
3: so, competed there.
2: They play so slowly that they, they can make that happen. So I do expect them to get pretty much blown out. But I think they can get within the number here at the end of the game. Yeah. I, was kind of the Wisconsin game. Maybe we did it. To... Jim's the Green
3: Bay Packers yeah. fan. blah, blah, blah. Pa- <laughs> Gold Packers. Gold <laughs> Packers.
2: Uh, Go Phoenix Jim, as
3: well. Will Herman will uh summit showdown. Denver at St. Thomas. Man, I just need to rewire my brain to be to join the world in which St. Thomas can be a touchdown favorite in a conference game. But uh they're pretty good. I don't know. Any take here?
1: They are quite good. Uh it's been bet down a half point in some places, and I sort of agree with that. Um, I, I just think Denver's not that much worse than them. St. Thomas has yeah, been a juggernaut this year. I've, I've won a couple of bets on them but it, it doesn't feel like it's fully real all the time. I don't know. And Andrew Rhodey's been in and out with his issues. So we'll see.
3: Hi, Cody K North Texas heading to Western Kentucky. Um, Man I have no take on this game. I like one team. I don't like the other. It's kind of pretty simple for me.
2: And that's why I didn't bet it because at four points that spreads probably too high. But I said West Kentucky has been terrible this year. I don't like this team. I'm always frustrated when I bet on them and watch their games. And North Texas is a team I really respect, and I love their coach. So I'm just going to stay away. Sometimes it's the best thing to do, Matt, when you're
0: betting. It games.
3: is. I know. my uh, Matt, circa 2021, would be all over West Kentucky here, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I've learned my lesson. My, my gut doesn't, doesn't like it. Jim, Nick Shireen asking about Montana State at Northern Colorado. The no-call Bears have driven me up a freaking wall. This season. Uh I have lost more money fading and backing them than I mean, any other team. Fun fact the uh fighting Danny Sprinkles are a two-point road favorite. Your take?
1: Uh yeah, I have been driven nuts by Northern Colorado too. This is borderline last last showdown, or what, what's I don't know what the phrase I'm trying to think of. is not coming to me. Last
3: hurrah. Last straw. Yeah, basically last, last stand. hurrah.
1: Yep. Uh Montana State's good, so if they lose, I probably shouldn't really punish them that much, but it feels like Northern Colorado at Elevation should be able to get to this one.
3: It's time for extras, extras. Read all about them. Uh, rapid fire here. Kai, Maddie, Akers, American at Holy Cross. American's awesome. Holy Cross is playing better. I don't know.
2: I lean American at minus six. That's just because I think American's awesome.
3: Jim, Northwestern States, one of the mid-major darlings in the non-con, heads to McNeese down there in the bayou, playing uh, four on the road. I kind of like their, their side.
1: Yeah, I, I prefer the home team here. Um, okay. Big rivalry, Louisiana team. Yeah, big rivalry again. Um, but, I mean, Northwestern State's been like unquestionably better than McNeese this year. So if you're going just purely on current form, yeah, you got to go Northwestern State. But uh, I, I think McNeese has some room to improve. I don't hate that roster as much as they've kind of shown this year.
3: A lot of people targeting New Hampshire. I guess we're trying to, trying to make Binghamton the pinata here. I don't think they're very good. I kind of like what they're putting down. Do you have a take? New Hampshire uh, catching two uh, on the road.
2: Bill Harrion is one of the best coaches in the country, full stop, because this roster for New Hampshire is yeah, really bad. it's a bad, bad roster. It's
3: a bad roster.
2: They play so freaking hard. It's it's incredible to watch. They'll miss 100 layups, and they will frustrate you, but they will play really hard. And Binghamton is a little bit out of sorts right now. This team was supposed to be a lot better this season and kind of compete towards the top of this conference. It has not happened. Um,
1: minus one and a half preseason, I would have hammered Binghamton. Right now, though, I'm staying away. I would just add that Binghamton, like McGriff's been out for a while, and he looked healthy in their A-East opener. They competed at Bryant for all 40 minutes. So maybe they start to find that level with McGriff back in there. I don't know.
3: Jim Lake Show. Actually, a few people locking this in. The ground troops, Jalen Rucker, specific angle he mentions is that they're playing Loyola Maryland today. My Greyhounds are not my Greyhounds. I disavowed them. They're not my team anymore, by yeah, way, please the way, for the chat them. mob. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> um, Apparently they overlooked him in the recruiting thing. So he's going to like have some revenge on his mind. I love Jalen Rucker. So anything that like any
1: angle that locks Jalen Rucker into a big game, I'm kind of into backing back it. That's a dynamite angle from the chat. I, I would be curious what his production has been against loyal Maryland previously in his career. If it's been like supernova type stuff, then it seems like you got something there and I will never advise against betting against any of these troops. Kai
3: Stetson hosting Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Panhandle tilt here. Uh, 125 total. Should be a low scoring game, obviously. Basically, a pick them. Thoughts? Yeah, another game I would have hammered in the
2: preseason. I would have hammered Jacksonville, but Stetson's been really good. Really, really, really impressive, impressed with them. Jacksonville's still not all the way healthy. While I think they still are the better team, I can't trust them right now.
3: I'm going back to you because I sort of blame you for uh, seducing me onto North Florida last game. They didn't deliver for us. <laughs> really um, and now they're against hosting Stetson. Kennesaw against Stetson. Yep. And now they're hosting Kennesaw, who I love. So why are yeah. they a pick them the zone? Maybe going to mess with them a little bit. I don't know. I, I do. Kennesaw is
2: a terrible zone
3: team. Yep. That's okay. a good angle. That's I don't probably. They can't really
2: shoot. Their synergy stats are really bad against zone this year. It's also really, well, good no, they can
3: shoot, but they don't play well against zone. They don't play maybe well against. It zone. Okay. Uh, sure.
2: It's a really good bounce back spot for UNF this game. I don't, I think these teams are pretty equal. The The entire a Sun is equal outside of Liberty, in my opinion. Um, so I, yeah, I probably lean towards minus one at North Florida, but yeah. I'm cooling off them just because I lost uh, with them last game. They get to be in timeout for, for a game.
1: Their their whole offense is drive and dish for threes, and you can't do mm. that against the zone. It, it needs zone, to be more right? like yeah. ball movement.
3: They're successful against Indiana for about 35 minutes. Jim, the Ryan, and actually a few other folks asking, Bryant catching three at Vermont. Uh, this was sort of the heralded game in this league to start the year. Um, I kind of agree with them. I think it's a little too many. It should be close to a pick. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, I just fully set this out. I think Vermont is going to trend way back up in league play. They played a gauntlet of a non-con. We're figuring out the rotation, had some injuries in the front court. I, I think they've got a major coaching edge here. Sure, probably a talent and athleticism edge to Bryant, but I think Vermont's compensated for that before in the past. So i I'm just going to stay away. I don't have like a big edge for Vermont, but I, I think they're going to start to take off a bit. Hi, right,
3: last one. Back to the main board, real quick where we go to Best Bets. Uh, Marshall heading to Georgia Southern um speaking of we talked about how rice frustrated me to start the year and then started playing well after i gave up georgia southern team i bet on early Mm -hmm. and now they're playing well yada yada i don't know what do you think here uh touchdown is what marshall's laying on the road
2: yeah george georgia southern has been a completely different team since the beginning of the year they've actually been pretty good um and i've reluctantly admitted that seven and a half is huge but i'm not fading marshall i kind of swore off fading marshall a long time ago not gonna do it
1: let's get to best bets shall we
3: do it i believe i will uh who's starting here
1: you are and we still don't know what your second best bet is so uh, uh, big reveal coming for both the chat and remind us your first best bet too if you don't mind
3: it's ohio state kai minus one and a half gonna fade purdue in this little rut that they're in and for my biggest best bet or my initial best bet this is my biggest bet of the day i guess for full transparency i am taking the Jack bunnies heading to their uh north dakota state brethren of sorts uh, down to two now i'm gonna take two kai lock me in at two please I like that it came down, so I guess some money coming in on the home short dog. Jack Bunnies are just kind of back to where they were in the first two weeks of November, which is a really good team, before they got super injured and before they got ravaged by the flu. Now, they're not fully healthy yet. They're not at full strength, Uh, but a key thing I've looked at, Zeke Mayo has really played well, and I think he's a guy that has massive talent, super special shot maker, dynamic in the open floor. He struggles against pressure, but in the Summit, you're not going to see a lot of pressure. So I kind of think he carries this team to – a um you know a a really elite offensive level defensively i think they're getting better i don't like this north dakota state team at all their backcourt really does not exude confidence so i'm taking the short road favorite
2: yeah hard to figure out either team right now but good luck to you i lean the jack bunnies as well uh my best bet santa clara plus one and a half right now bet rivers that's right it moved to one and a half hooray i'm rolling with airpods it's about a five-hour drive, Matt, down the I-5. You know the I-5.
3: Yeah, I do. Great highway. Not a bad One little the...
2: drive. Scenic. I've never been down the I-5. It,
3: it, well, it's like uh, three hours, but again, this is NorCal SoCal. It's five hours. You know the difference. Okay, five hours? Okay. Yeah, I
2: looked it up. I love the length across the board with Santa Clara. That That's very key to slowing down Pepperdine's backcourt, which is very talented and very good. You've heard about it all season long. And I think Santa Clara should find success in the block and in transition. And finally, Sendek. I think he's a better coach than Romar. I'll put my money with him instead of the latter. Santa Clara plus one and a half. Love it, Kai. Raz uh, on game. Pepperdine, of course. There. I mean, they're always on Pepperdine. <laughs> they're always on Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Yeah. I think I'm two and zero against. No, I'm one and one against Raz when they're on Pepperdine. So okay, yeah, they know game. when
3: Pepperdine's going to shoot like 16 of 32 from three. I don't know how they know that, but they they always know that.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, good at that. It's good math, by they they run some numbers over there. Uh, so my first best bet was the Northern Arizona, Montana under 138 and a half revealed in the first chat mob section. The other one is a summit under always, always painful and scary to go with summit unders Omaha and Western Illinois under again. It's kind of my formula Two teams that I think play a little slower offensively than their overall tempo indicates uh, and potentially some shooting numbers due to come down. Omaha just played a fantastic game against Oral Roberts, Maybe this one's a little slower and, and kind of a grinded out game. That's what I'm aiming for with that. So under 147 is the number I saw it last at Bet Rivers. Uh, if it's 146 and a half, yell at me. Um, but I believe it's 147. That's what we'll go with unless we hear otherwise. That's it for the day. That's it for today. We are off tomorrow on Friday. Very soft, sad slate. But we're back on Saturday And there's 146 line games. So I think we'll have just a little bit to talk about on Saturday. We'll be repping our spinny hats. We'll see you all then. Uh, Enjoy the games tonight. Lots of good ones. And uh, enjoy your Friday. We'll see you on the weekend. Cheers.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day,